Freeze FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. But a week lap before we take the Christmas break. So. Yeah, Christmas is already here. It's crazy. I think everyone feels the same way. Yeah. Can't believe it's here already. This month has kind of flown by for me, too. Like, I haven't done a lot to get ready for Christmas. Right. Right? And then this weekend, I was like, oh, my God. Next weekend. Yeah, yeah I got one week. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's where it's falling, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that it's falling on a weekend. Possibly, yeah. Maybe just, yeah. So I'm running around the city buying gifts to ship out of the city, right? Like, yeah. For family and whatnot. It's a cold one today. Looks like we're going to uh, be stuck in a bit of a deep freeze for the week here, and then it'll break for the weekend. So that's good news. Just Christmas might not be minus 42. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got an interesting... Um, we have to make a phone call today. I need to call somebody. Last weekend, Jimmy had his Monster Pro Wrestling Christmas party, and yeah. on Monday, you and I were like, so any stories? He's like, no. Nothing no. happened. Nothing. Just went saying karaoke, and we all went home. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not the way the world works when Jimmy's involved. The, Jimmy and alcohol? Yeah. That, that you don't just go home and... So I called my Massive Damage, okay. and I talked to him on the weekend. I said, you got to... You got to give me some of the stories. He goes, okay, give me a shout on Monday. <laughs> this is a new Our Lady piece, actually. It's oh. it's a live track, and it is a Jeans Addiction cover from a concert they were did in Quebec a couple years ago. I think people are aware of my thoughts on soccer. Yeah. What's happening with me and, and soccer right now, or footy? Football, <laughs> the beautiful game, whatever you want to call it, is like I understand that it's the biggest sport in the world. Mm-hmm. Like I can wrap my head around that, right? Like um, people play this all over the world. It's it's the biggest game. The leagues that that support this, their players make the most money in the world, right? Like their top players make more money than everybody else. I, I like none of that bothers me. Yeah. What I find completely fascinating is the level of hyperbole revolving around the game. Okay. Like I, I was reading just a, a couple of things Greatest game in the world, the ever played of any sport of all time. It was very like, exciting. It, yes, I, I get that, but have you watched a hockey game? <laughs> I think when what what is what is that like? Well, I think when like there's not much scoring when you get back, boom, boom, like scoring an, two goals in in extra time, like it's just more exciting when it. But happens what, less frequently. But what happened yesterday, is that the greatest moment in sports history of all time? <laughs> no, ser- serious. It was up there, I would say. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I have my head completely up my ass when it comes to... S- 
like I watched the highlight. I didn't watch the game. Yeah, I really had to be pick. watching the game to really get the sense of like craziness. Okay, all right. Uh, I guess I'm. I watched a video. Did you watch that video of the the drone? Yeah, I've been watching a bunch of the celebrations this in Argentina. This is crazy. To like, this is another. Like again, I get it. It's soccer. People love it. It's huge around the world. I understand. This is insane to me. Yeah. There, there's millions of people. Oh yeah, everyone. Mill like I'm not. Everyone in Argentina is not working. Like they shut this city down. You, it is just a sea of people. Firing off flares and. <laughs> Yeah, you remember when the the Raptors won the NBA championship and we thought that was so crazy in Toronto? This is not this even. completely dwarfs it. That this is guys like on these tall pole things. I don't even know what they're standing on all over the place. Yeah, like like insane. If you yeah. do a quick little search online, um, like just in YouTube, just drone capture of uh, Argentina World Cup win. It's insane. You'll get to see the the video that we just watched. It's four four billion people watched that match. So yeah. for context, they said a hundred million watched last year's Super Bowl. Four billion watched the World Cup final. Yeah, it's it again. Like I'm not an idiot. Like I understand that it's a big deal, and and maybe I don't it's get half it. The world. I, <laughs> I guess I I don't get it. I. And I never will understand soccer. No one's going to be able to explain it to me. I yes, guess. Um, that was the the one thing that I was just surprised at the hyperbole re revolving around what looked like a fairly decent game to me, right? And, and I'm glad Messi got his championship, right? Yeah, but the greatest sporting <laughs> event of all. I'd, this is a bit of audio from the video that Tom Cruise released I think it was yesterday this came out yesterday yeah, yeah it doesn't matter uh, but it's a, it's a little bit of a tease I think for the release of Top Gun Maverick on Paramount mm. so they're gonna stream it and it, it's so he did he did the little like sort of a, it, a yeah beginning it's, like a front end of it's for Top Gun and then it's also promoting the Mission Impossible's that they're filming right yeah, now, too. Yeah, he's in the middle of filming yeah. that. But yeah, I'll, I'll just play a bit of it. I don't, I don't want to play the whole thing, but yeah, this is this is audio. You can kind of tell what he's doing from the sound. <laughs> hey, everyone! Here we are over sunny South Africa, and we're filming Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 and 2. And I didn't want the year to end without thanking you all for coming out to the theater. And thank you for supporting Top Gun Maverick. So he's literally on the the side of a plane. Yeah. Hi everybody. Hey, thank you. Hey, uh, listen, we really got a room. We got to get this shot. He's we're nuts. <laughs> still <laughs> filming Mission Impossible while he's doing this. And then he just falls backwards slowly out of the plane. Yeah. <laughs> He's 60 years old. We 60 just, years old. We double-checked that. Jumps backwards out of a plane. No big deal. Yeah. The thing about it, He's still it talking too, to the camera. Yeah. You'll never see a better promo. I mean, the audio quality could have been better, but... Well, yeah. <laughs> the thing for me was how calm he was. Like, yeah. 
He I is would not be... afraid of anything. No, like clearly. But that's not <laughs> my the voice first... would be nine octaves higher than it is right now. <laughs> but that's not the first time he's jumped out of a plane. He's no, done but... it really? almost every movie, <laughs> and I've seen videos of him doing it, like he did once with that James Corden. He also falls for a long time. Like to a point where you're like, pull the shoot, Tom. Pull what are you? T- what are you doing? The ground is getting very close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. he's crazy. December twenty second, it'll be streaming on Paramount. Plus, oh, so. just in time for Christmas. So if you, you subscribe to watch your cowboy show, yeah, um, you'll be able to watch it. That's smart of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still haven't bought into the Paramount. I still haven't no? seen. Yeah, haven't seen your new uh, season yet of Who Shot Jr. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Another moment with Dr. Locke. Apparently, orgasms help your immune system. Okay. Not just headaches, hey? <laughs> so Those hangovers, too. This is going to get weird. I, <laughs> I'm already regretting this. We're not even into this yet. So there is a study, and uh, apparently you release something when you... <laughs> And it uh, helps your sound boosts, uh, boost your immune system for fighting illness. Okay. We've had numerous conversations on this show about Jimmy and his ability to avoid um, most and pretty much all forms of viruses and illnesses. About once a year, he'll get a head cold. Yeah. His head drains out. Yeah. And then he's good to go. And that's it. And... Yeah, this could be a reason why, because we've also had multiple conversations about five-time-a-day Jimmy. And, yeah, 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 yeah. I've cut back, though. I'm only down to three. So, again, the thing with this, though, is it, we're not kidding. Like, honestly, Grant and I, we get we get colds, yeah. we get a flu, we get sick. Normal. I think, like, normal, normal human people, beings. Yeah. Jimmy just doesn't. He avoids it all. Like, we have seriously had conversations about, like, taking his blood and... and Putting it in other people and seeing yeah, what it does. Just seeing if they should... Uh, they should have a team of scientists... <laughs> Looking at him daily. Fly into Edmonton. <laughs> and just... Do like, you have a filter on your shunt? Maybe that keeps things out. No. <laughs> change that like a Brita? That has nothing to do, no. Like a Brita. <laughs> <laughs> My shunt is not a Brita filter. It's good charcoal. (laughs) 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 Very funny. All right, so there you go. The more you... The more you do it, the less sick you'll be. Yeah, apparently. I did not know this. Mike Tyson had a couple of tigers, pet tigers. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Okay. And they were in the hangover. Yes. Yeah. So I knew... I knew about the Hangover, but I just mm-hmm. thought that was part of the movie. I didn't realize it was like no. That was based on that was based on because the whole movie is Who Stole My Tiger, right? And like Mike Tyson <laughs> trying to find it. So he had uh, he had a couple, and he got rid of one. Um, and they like he paid like fifty thousand bucks or something. It's not that hard in the states through the black you look market. At the Tiger King, yeah, right, Joe Exotic, yeah. So he had to get rid of one that he kept for 16 years um, when it tore someone's arm off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
I guess if your dog bites someone, you have to get rid of it. So <laughs> he was your tiger ripped somebody apart. So <laughs> he said he bought bought them as little cubs. Yeah, had them in his house. Eventually, he hit three of them, got rid of two of them, gave them to a sanctuary, and yeah. then yeah. the third one he kept, and it got up to four hundred pounds. And he was like, "What do I do with it?" Yeah. So somebody jumped into his backyard, and he told the story about uh, the fact that that the reason why it was kept quiet is because the person that um, that got her arm ripped off yeah. jumped into his backyard. Yeah. Or he, she hopped the fence or something. Yeah. And um, She jumped into where the tiger was and tried to play with it. Yeah. And it didn't know who she was, so it attacked. And tore her arm off. <laughs> And then he said, I felt bad for her, even though it was her fault, but I gave her $250,000. <laughs> Again, like I said, I had no idea he actually had tigers. Does, I thought it was just part of the move. Does he have on his uh, on his fence, beware of tigers? Well, he probably you know, they have. Yeah. They have, you know, beware of dog. You know, yeah. crazy. So does he actually live in Vegas too? Um, he has that ranch he lives on, right? And so I think he lives in Nevada, yeah. Okay. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. We've talked about this quite a bit in the last few weeks. It's been a tough go for Elon Musk. <laughs> First of all, he's no longer the richest man in the world. He oh. lost that spot to the guy that runs Louis Vuitton. So that's embar- embarrassing. You know, Elon's trying to get to Mars. This guy's selling purses, and he takes over his spot. <laughs> then a story comes out that the chip he wants to put into everyone's brain killed like 3,000 monkeys or something like that. And now he keeps putting these Twitter polls out, trying to get people on his side, and it keeps backfiring on him. So including asking people whether or not he should step down as the head of Twitter which he did yesterday. He put out a Twitter poll saying, should I step down? Is he new to the internet? (laughs) He had to know that the poll would not go in his favor, right? Even if someone wants him to stick around, it's the internet, and they're going to vote for the option that will cause the most chaos. Look at when the UK asked the internet to name their new boat, and they now have a boat called Bodie McBoatface. (laughs) I know that Elon probably has some master plan, and he was going to step down anyways, and this is a way to gain publicity and to show that he truly listens to what people want. But I am just here for those people that need to hear this today. Do not let people on the Internet make life-changing decisions for you. And this one specifically for Jimmy. The CRA isn't going to ask you to go to a Bitcoin ATM at 7-Eleven because they have a warrant out for your arrest. It's just not real. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. Show your shunt pride with our exclusive line of shuntware. Text now for the link to show. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So she did get back to me. My first city councilor last week, yes, Erin Rutherford. She's uh, now my new ward. I didn't vote for her, but I just moved into you the just area. just moved there, yeah. So I, was, I sent her a note last week to see if she wanted to... I, I wanted to get a sense of who she was, right? Have a, a chat with her about bike lanes and taxes. <laughs> <laughs> and then this morning when I realized she hadn't got back to me, I sent a retweet and I got this. Any media inquirers could go through my office. Please email me an official invite. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Which means... 
Good luck. We'll, we'll officially get my office to say no to you. Yeah. <laughs> this is an issue in Canada. They're still making bugles. Yeah. They're just not providing them for Canada. And the, since this came out, there's been a bunch of other things people have noticed. Oh, hey, we can't get that in Canada anymore. Like R- what else? Regu pasta sauce. Okay. Um, the other one was um, Skippy peanut butter. Really? Is no longer apparently in Canada. Huh. Um, yeah. I bet you they don't make enough money, right? Yeah, probably not. Probably not worth it for them. Yeah, they make yeah. like pennies on a bag of bugles, so why bother? Mm-hmm. That's probably what's going on here. I would think so, yeah. Or either that or they had to increase the price to the point where they're not comfortable increasing it to to make a profit from it. So they just, rather than, so they just pull it rather mm-hmm. than do that. So anyway, I saw the story about bugles not being available in Canada. Um, they um, they were saying, I hope you find in a statement that they made on their Twitter account or something, they said, I hope you find a, a, a tasty substitute. That's what they're, they're responding with. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we can't provide them this time around. So somebody did some work and they did find something. It's a, it's a Japanese product. Um, that's been available since the seventies that I, you can get at certain stores in Canada that's similar. Okay. It's called Tongari corn. So it's a salty, crispy, which is bugles, horn shaped, Mm -hmm. uh, snack, uh, house of foods in Japan is, is the, is the company that started making them. That's where you got to go. There you go. Where can I get bagel bites? Because those are off the shelves as bagel well. Bagel bites are gone bagel too. Bagel bites are gone. Swiss rolls are gone. You know the little Debbie treats; those are all gone. I don't know if I can keep going on. <laughs> Christmas is ruined. <laughs> I guess you guys are moving to the states. <laughs> so there you go. There's your bugles replacement, Tongori corn. Because you were telling me that the mom, Janice. Does some mix or something every year? Yeah, it's in, like it, like it's like bits and bites. So you know, uh, yeah. And she always used to put like shreddies and bugles and bugles, and, yeah, and whatever in it, right? She's, yeah, ruin the white Christmas. There you go. Let yeah. her know about the the Japanese thing. Oh, she knows. She's part Japanese. She knows about the replacement yeah. already. Oh no! <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you okay? <laughs> it was a heavy weekend at Army Christmas for him. I'm good. You're good. Okay. Do you need oxygen or something? <laughs> no, I'm fine. Okay. My brain's thawing out. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, what's more amazing? The fact that the Space Force was created to begin with or the fact that a couple of years into Trump's departure, that Space Force is still a thing? <laughs> what's more surprising to you? Uh, probably that it was a thing in the first place. Yeah. Just even the name, right? It's legit called Space Force. If you don't know what the hell we're talking about, um, about halfway through Trump's presidency, he put together a group that is entirely de- dedicated to... And, and you know what? Listen... <laughs> It makes sense that they would have some sort of, as we move more into space, we're going back to the moon. But, or, but it's Trump. But like, it, and the names just sound so hilarious. <laughs> and if you've seen the show with Steve Carell, Which is actually that's kind of how you imagine it being. Yeah. Uh, the Space Force show on Netflix, and then this story comes out, and it's like, oh, it is like that show. 
So the top Space Force official is going to keep his job after a probe into sex toys in his office and reports that he wore a mankini to a holiday party. (laughs) What's his name? Say his name. Andrew Cox is the head of the Space Warfighting Analysis Center. And he got a letter of reprimand and lost his bonus pay. Uh, and a shot at some award. Yeah, too. I can't. I can't believe this thing is still a thing. They're having a good time. Yeah. Uh, some of the complaints include um, if he's not focused on work, he acts like a thirteen-year-old boy. <laughs> he had. A, a, you can't even make this stuff up. This is this is uh, this is Space Force. This is the show. This is the TV show. It's a sitcom. In his office, he had an aluminum case. He said he got it as a gag gift, and he kept it in his office. It had handcuffs, Vaseline, oil, sex toys, lockable ham- and hot pants, and more. <laughs> lockable hot pants. Lockable hot pants. All right. Unbelievable. After two weeks of deliberation, City Council approved a capital budget of more than $7 billion and an operating budget of more than $3 billion. That means Edmontonians will pay 4.9% in tax increases. The most controversial thing in the budget is the $100 million for bike lanes. Snow clearing also having its budget trimmed by 30%. An increase in parking fees downtown. You can no longer park for free on Sundays. And more households can expect to pay about $725 for every $100,000 that your home value is assessed at. So the increase of $34 from last year. So I will say this. Can I make a, um, a positive comment about the LRT? Yes. Oh my God. I love the, I love the <laughs> LRT. Big, big LRT fan. I now. am. I'm all about it. The wife yeah. and I went for dinner on, on Friday and we just hopped on the LRT. Yeah. <laughs> Headed out. Yeah, it was a couple of minutes walk from from one of our stops. Yeah, had a nice meal. Had a Felt couple safe. of glasses of wine. Right, didn't have to worry about who was driving because you know, right. Just take the train. No parking. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. No awkward our, Uber conversations. Used our ARC card. Ding. Yeah. Yeah. If you live uh, you slick, to, the thing about it is you have to live close to a stop. Yeah. Because it doesn't go that many places. Like, it doesn't branch out all over the city, right? Yet. They're trying, but they're, they're, definitely, they're just a few years delayed on the one line. <laughs> just a couple <laughs> of years. Okay, let's deal with Jenna's text there. She's she's mad at us. It's Monday. There's a bunch of people really angry today. It's cold. Yeah, it's cold. People are Jen, Jenna Monday. is mad because it's kind of hard to understand her text, but there was a police car parked for three hours outside of her apartment building just running the entire time. So, hello, my name is Jenna. You guys were talking about the tax increase in the bug jet. You guys were talking about how you... Like, yeah. What I understand is we were saying instead of cutting back bike lanes, maybe they should keep an eye on the fact that police officers are having their cars idle for three hours and with nobody in it okay. and stuff like that. Do they do that? Well, I don't know, but there also might be something when it's cold. They need to be able to jump in their car and, and give her. I don't know. Maybe that's the thing. They keep it warmed up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So she's mad that we didn't bring that We didn't sooner. bring bring her tax stop. Yeah. Okay. There you go, Jenna. All right. Do you feel better, Jana? I hope you feel better. It's Monday. People are upset. Yeah. Um, Can we get you to proofread <laughs> before you hit send? 
Like, just go go back and look. I that's why yeah. I do that. Like, I go back and re- sometimes you're going to make a mistake, but like, I've never proofread, and you can't tell. Really? Yeah, Jimmy's texts are crazy. Jenna, you single? We're <laughs> in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. All right. By the way, Jenna is single. Single and. Uh, Jimmy is interested. Jenna, Ready to mingle. You're listening. Um, Jimmy is interested. We could have found love for you there. Yeah. Hold. Before you say anything, hear me out. Jimmy and Jenna. Oh, J and J. You guys are dicks. <laughs> Why? Because we're trying to find you love? I don't understand. <laughs> I'll do it for myself, thank you. Will you though? Jenna, give him a call. Give him, we'll give Adam on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Send Find him a message. Facebook. James Peter White on Facebook. Yeah. Don't do that. I think Army Chris has that, <laughs> has that, that is name. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning. How you doing, Massive Damage? I'm doing fantastic, and how are you? Doing Excellent. good. First question, what is Loco? What do you mean, what is Loco? What is Loco? He's the newest you member of the Carnival of it's, Chaos. Oh. It's our tribute to, to you, Loco. Okay. Are you kidding me? We, the newest character was named after you because, A, we miss you at our shows, and we love you, so this way we'll always have you at our shows. Whose idea was this? I'm going to put it on Jimmy. It was a joint venture. <laughs> you came up with you came up with the character. I named it. So are you going to be wrestling Lachlan? No, uh, you're no, not, they, you're not Locko. They paint one of their physical specimens. <laughs> I love that. That is, he is a physical specimen. <laughs> they paint a picture of me on him. Uh, and they call him version Locko. of Lachlan Cross <laughs> in the middle of his uh, stomach. What I do like is that your next event is sponsored by Edmonton Glory Hole Tours, though. <laughs> First Friday of the next month is called For the Glory. <laughs> well, if you look where that that mouth of Locko is, there's, there's uh, a glory hole. Just oh, stop. Stop. Okay. Uh, the reason why we're calling is because when we found out that Jimmy was going to the Monster Pro Wrestling Christmas Party, we knew that there would be some level of chaos. Jimmy, Christmas Party, alcohol there had to be a story he sits down in front of us last week you could tell he was lying we went there we had some food we sang some karaoke and we all went home nothing happened the funny thing about jimmy is when he drinks he's full of love (laughs) and he likes to he likes to kind of walk around the table and profess his love you can imagine the looks on the faces of everybody too as as we got this little guy with us during the night he gave me a big hug and told me how much he loves the crew and loves the guys jimmy you got a certain smell about you sometimes sometimes it's a little more ripe and saturday for some reason that was just one of those nights. maybe you're sweating a little bit because it was hot in there you gave me this great hug I tried not to throw up in my mouth because you do have that little bit of smell on you, but it, it was sticks sweet, with you. man. You're a sweet guy. The problem is, bro, is when I woke up in the morning, I could still smell you on me. Like, I couldn't kick you out or anything. I had, to hit, I had to hit the shower, bro. I have referred to this smell, we know it well, as chalky. Does that make sense to you? That's really polite, man. Well, chalky is in it, you can taste it. Yeah. Feel it on your it skin. It sticks like, with you. 
it's like a, it's like that four day old sweat mis- mixed with like depression and sadness. <laughs> And somehow it kind of smells a little bit like like Vaseline, too. I don't know how. But. Locker Room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. I met my beautiful wife. Summer of 1991. Our first date was the Tragically Hip mm-hmm. um, at the Commodore Ballroom. And a month and a week after that, we moved in together. Mm-hmm. A couple years later, we got engaged couple years later after that, we got married. We had our first daughter in 1997. I've been with her ever since. I have no idea what you go through in life as a single person today. <laughs> True, because you were young. I, I just, I don't. But I have conversations. Quite often, I have conversations with people about the difficulties of meeting somebody, mm-hmm. right? Um, and pros and cons about meeting online and all this, right? The one thing, and there used to be some pretty harsh judgments about how people met. Like if you met somebody on Facebook or whatever, on social media. It was like taboo oh now. Oh my God. Oh, Everything met, goes. Where's he from? San yeah. Diego? Do you He's even a know? serial killer. He could be, yeah. yeah. Like, I can't believe he flew down there and spent the weekend with him. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, yes. All of that is out the door now. And he didn't there, there are no rules anymore that govern how you should meet somebody, especially with what we went through the last couple mm-hmm. of years. Things changed. Things have changed completely. We've turned all that on its head, right? Yeah. If you've got to use a, a uh, an app, Tinder, or whatever to meet somebody, or you meet them at the damn grocery store, or karaoke at Rosario's on a Saturday night. Whatever With it your is. wrestling team. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it just doesn't. Yeah. It, like, and no one's going to judge you. I don't know why you get so defensive when there's even the outside possibility that there could be something here between you and this, and this Jenna. She said, and I'm very interested, I want to talk to Jimmy. See my response. Okay, read it, Grant. Okay. He was all angry. He was angry at us. He gave five his Facebook ago. profile. Okay, yeah, maybe. There we go. Yes. There you go. Good work. You never know. Keep the doors open. I like to start that way because there was one time I was giving out my phone number like as if it was uh, bus tickets, and I was, and I still have to block some people that text me. All right. Start with the Facebook. Then you know they're real. Yeah. Have a little conversation. Get to know Jenna. Find out what makes her tick. Maybe go for coffee in the new year. Right? Why not? Give it a try. And when Grant and I, Grant and I are fascinated by your signal, like how single you are. Right? But at the end of the day, in all seriousness, if there was a possibility of you finding somebody... And having a romantic relationship, I would be thrilled Mm -hmm. about that. So would Grant. And we would be wildly supportive. Yeah. You don't trust us. Not in the lightest. (laughs) (laughs) You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. All right. 780-989-0957. Did anybody see Avatar on the weekend? I want your thoughts on it. Lizotte did. 
Oh, he did gave he? us his thoughts on text, yeah. Oh, can you read them? I didn't know that. He said Avatar, um, story six, six and a half. Uh, visuals are like nothing he's ever seen before. Though. Really? Almost confused at what I just watched. I think it's a must-see for everyone in theater. Wow, okay. Yeah. My daughter, I was talking to her on the weekend, the the film student, mm-hmm. the one in Toronto, and uh, she she goes, I got to go, Dad. We, we're going to Avatar. And I'm like, what are you doing? We always do. We always do a Christmas movie. Yeah, you guys do a movie at Christmas time, and you were thinking like Avatar. Maybe it's the biggest well, movie in the world. Yeah, and I, and I thought it was going to be a struggle to talk them into it. Um, but uh, she wanted to see it and was going. She goes, "I'm going to go. Maybe I'll like it so much I'll want to go again." No, because so, we always do a Christmas movie. With you the know family. what that means? You're going to be watching Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants <laughs> Six. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to get something. You're going to be watching <laughs> Wanda forever, and you're never going to see Avatar 2. I stand it! <laughs> Apparently, the demand, and I've seen a couple of stories about this, the demand for non-alcoholic beer and wine is uh, growing as more and more Canadians cut back yeah. on the old alcohol. Yeah, it's more of a trend, right, to, to go sober. I keep seeing it, and people my age, and you can always tell who's going to do it, too. I've seen a couple recently that I'm like, oh, they're about to go sober. And it's not that they're like raging alcoholics. It's just that it's trendy now to go sober. Okay. Yeah. It's not that they're like raging jimmies. It's just that, oh, these people like to be trendy. It's trendy to go dry. Yeah. It's going to happen. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Personally, I'm disappointed in everybody. <laughs> do you, when you see someone, you're you're at a bar with a bunch of people, and you're all ordering beer, and then you get the alcohol-free beer. Is there a little bit of judge? Do you judge a little? Not more, a little. I would say full out judgment. More. Okay, uh, I'm cut. Okay, we're on the same page. I would say more bewilderment for me, um, and only because like if I'm not drinking, I don't want to be in a bar. That's the last place I want to be at is a bar. If well, I'm not, a lot but of if, people, like you said, a lot of like people. I like people when I'm sober. A lot of people that don't drink aren't drinkers. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not alcoholics like us. Yeah. So they don't have a problem with it. But if someone's <laughs> drinking a pop, I don't judge. But if you're drinking non-alcoholic beer, that I don't get. That, I that's that's don't, why I was surprised it's by like this. drinking decaf coffee. Yeah. I, like, yeah, why? Sense. like why? Like why? I don't. If get you're gonna that quit either. drinking, just quit, quit drinking. Yeah, I would. I have more respect for you. I, I the, the, if I'm not drinking, the last place I want to be is surrounded by drunk people. Did I tell you what uh, Dean Blundell did to me on the podcast last week? Yes. So I'll recount it quickly. So uh, he says to us, Linz and I are pretty heavy drinkers. Yeah. And it's a Friday. He goes, hey, Friday show. You guys should start drinking. And uh, yeah, get your drinks together. Let's have a fun Friday show. So I'm like, all right, okay. I guess I'll have a couple of beers. Like Mm -hmm. I don't always drink during the podcast. So I pop one and we start the the podcast. He's like, hey, you guys got your drinks together? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, and Linz, he lifts up his glass of 40 Creek and Coke, yeah. right? And I'm like, yeah, I got my beer. And then he goes into this whole story about some guy who announced his, you know, sobriety for the last four years and this touching story about his alcoholism. And I'm just like, <laughs> such a <laughs> dick. Then, then you bring him on well, the show. So we're and sitting there pounding while he's talking about this inspirational story <laughs> from this guy who wrote a book and the struggles he went through. And I'm like, yeah, real fun Friday. Hey. By the way, if I'm uh, I'm coming up on the the podcast this week, I'm drinking. Absolutely, Jimmy. I would expect nothing less. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing about the drinking. 
this time of year is tough for a lot of people. Uh, even I'm finding it a bit of a chore, right? Because mm-hmm. whenever uh, you get like the feeling of Christmas, it just seems to me it like opens the door for daily drinking. Oh yeah, it's and the holidays. Earlier. I can have a cocktail. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why Crack not? Why not put some Baileys in my coffee? Some rum and eggnog. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. see the eggnog when you're at the store, so you put it in the car and you take it home. What are you going to do with eggnog? You got to put alcohol in. You that. have to, yeah. It's just it's calling for it. <laughs> but the so, thing is, though, is Christmas now for me is during the Christmas break. I don't drink because you go home. Because I go home, my mom doesn't drink, my sisters don't drink, or my sister uh, Kristen does. But so they all just so judge so you. I just no, I just don't drink. I don't feel the need to drink when I'm around people that don't drink. See, so your drinking is I'm very social drinking. In some cases, you some drink cases. at home alone all the time, but on Zoom, <laughs> socially, most of the time, socially, so, so. socially. He's if if someone texts me, door open open media. If, if someone's just texting the door open me, to his apartment is yelling at Bonnie. <laughs> no, I call it social drinking when I get a text from Army Chris cracking the first one. That's social drinking. Then no. you do. I get it. You're you're also very much impacted by how people. Th- Th- what people think about you so mom mom is very judgy with you with the booze uh, so you're very careful to go down there you don't want to show also, her the it's real also like when the real when, jimmy yeah when, no but when uh, when my da- when my dad was around she saw real jimmy because i was drinking because your dad would talk you into it and no, then she would yeah. sit and judge both of you probably you just but- need to drink in the bathroom like an adult <laughs> <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I uh, had a really full weekend. <laughs> yeah? I watched, um, you know what I'm watching right now that actually I'm not embarrassed about? And it's going to surprise a lot of people, but it's such a good doc. Is that Welcome to Wrexham? Oh, yeah. The Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhaney, they bought the soccer team in yeah. Wales. If, uh, if I end up showless like if i don't have anything in front of me to watch i'm probably going to watch sunny in philadelphia oh you should Always sunny in philadelphia it is easily my best my favorite show i think really okay yeah well i'm i'm a it's huge so good fan of rob McElfain. he is very funny and this is this doc is it's about soccer and i don't get soccer and i and we were even talking about it this morning like i understand that the world cup and that was a good game yeah but the greatest sporting event of all time <laughs> like i just i don't i don't understand you the can't hyperbole. put it up there yeah. I, I can't right i still i watched the world cup because canada was involved and yeah. then i was out like i just i have see i just i can't do soccer put soccer in the world cup put soccer in that match yesterday or put Canada in that match yesterday, and it's would you be saying that? It's still not going to be the they, greatest sporting event of all time. If we were cheering time. Canada on, they were going up really? against Argentina. Okay. <sighs> anyway, uh, I did watch the Harry and Meghan the last three episodes, <laughs> too. It dropped on Thursday. I got through that. It's it's interesting. It, it really is. I, I got a prediction. Mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling that... Um, it's going to take some time, but very, very slowly, you're going to see a a disintegration of of the of the royal family and its impact in commonwealths and stuff around. The yeah, world. you've been saying that for a little while now. Well, I've been saying that since the queen passed. 
and this if you watch it you'll get a sense of of they're they're so out of touch and mm-hmm. i don't think that's like king charles isn't going to correct that yeah. and harry and, and william the brothers right prince yeah. william are at odds right now and william from the sense uh, that i got it of course he didn't really get to see say his side so you get one side right well, yeah but you get the sense that he is very much entrenched in the tradition of what the royal family is and and i one thing i because i watched the first two episodes and one thing that they were talking about was the popularity you know how politicians have like, oh, how popular is Sleepy Joe Biden? He's only at thirty percent. Or they were talking about the royal family is consistently in like seventy to eighty percent. Yeah. And they were saying with this documentary, they're still up there, and and Harry and Meghan have dropped down. But in England, that's what they're looking at. Yeah. I think around the world, I think people will view this very differently than what you would if you're from the UK. Maybe. Because yeah. I think in the UK, there's this underlying sort of belief that you just don't say anything about the monarchy. Yeah. You just, you let them do their thing, right? And that's it. It is what it is. Like, yeah. la la la, see no evil, hear no evil, right? <laughs> yeah. But I think around the world, I think you're going to start to see some people trying to back out of it. I bet you... It won't be the liberals. It'll never be the liberals. But there'll be a concerted effort in Canada to get to maybe, free ourselves from maybe when your guy gets ties. in there. Do not say that's a my guy. Oh, Pierre, stop it! You're not a PP I guy. I don't have a. I don't have a guy. There's no guy for Locke. <laughs> You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Making radio great again. Really, guys? Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.